You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico. Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Jim Mint by GFNF. It is July 14th. It is Thursday. Another little one-day delay, but that one-day delay means we're one day closer to the National in Atlantic City. We are uh, 13 days out now, uh, so we got one more episode in between. Um, and then, yeah, the natty. Uh, as always, I got Jake here. What's up, dude? On 13 days, yeah. Uh, episode 26, we didn't say it last week, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. On a little quarter piece, 25 episodes, now 26. Pretty cool. Yeah. Something, you know, a little minor, no big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, not looking for any praise or anything, but, you know. Yeah, shoot it on Twitter if you got it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, let's let's hop into it. Um, we're going to run through our usual stuff, and then we are going to switch over to uh, talk with Solis, who is, um, we'll get into a little bit more, but I always call him our resident KSR expert. Um, but he's also our resident sports gambler. So, yeah, I think we're going to run through some, uh, probably mostly some NFL stuff, some NFL futures, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, so we'll have him on at the end, so we'll get, we'll, let's get going here. Um, on the retail front, uh, no Target. Uh, some people think that had to do with uh, Amazon Prime Day, because, uh, you know, the other big retailers were trying to compete and give similar deals and stuff, um, so no, no cards, which is okay. Not a really big deal. Um, does seem like Prism's winding down a bit uh, online and in store. Uh, we did get Walmart again this week. Um, they did that weird thing where like it looks like they stocked at three, but then this week they stocked at ten instead of nine. So they're like no consistency aside from it being Wednesday, which uh, which might be the point. It, yeah, I mean that's fine if it's if it's the same day uh in that window i mean it's it's all right it's not a big deal um pretty low stock though relative to the last few drops which i think is good um i think we're at a point now where we've all stockpiled enough of this crap and uh we're ready for it to stop coming out now um and for football to start pretty much um so we'll keep an eye going forward i think we'll see one maybe one more um on target with some just kind of some scraps probably some hanger scraps um they did okay. they did have uh, i don't know if this happened to you but i know it happened to me a bunch of members yeah, um did. got blasters instead of hangers as well as cellos which is technically a come up um because obviously they're yeah. more expensive but um at least hangers are rare yeah i wanted my hanger boxes i tried every which way to get them to do anything for me and it was not going well um but yeah that seemed to happen to a lot of people so curious if they just you know oversold and they're like we're like yeah just throw whatever in there we got blasters laying around so just fill the orders with blasters um probably but yeah i guess we'll find out next next week probably what a drop um we did also have a pretty big uh hobby release today um optic football first off the line uh, Dutch auctions starting at 1750 drops like every five minutes. 
Um, we had a target buy-in at a thousand um, for the, for the members, and it sold out one one uh, price drop below that, right? Yeah, it was actually the price drop because it went from yeah. it was like a thousand and fourteen down to like nine sixty eight. So it was right on target. Um, it stayed at nine sixty eight for maybe a minute or two, and then was gone. Yeah, probably just people trying to get their orders to process at that point. Um, I think that was a really solid price to get it at if you were able to get it. Um, just a great product on card autos, unlike Prism. Uh, two autos in the boxes, unlike the regular hobby, um, which should probably be seven fifty, eight hundred dollars. So, pretty much another one fifty, uh, two hundred bucks for a second auto, uh, yeah. which is out of fifty. Um, you're guaranteed an auto out of fifty. Which is pretty solid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, great, great little cook for, for members there. Manual, Panini as always. I mean, KSR has it too, but a lot of people just use uh, use the app. Um, you know, it's just it's a game of uh, who's gonna who's gonna buy first and at the right time. But seemed to to go well this week. Um, I guess like on the botting front, um, like two different things. So higher uh, the usual uh, kind of you know, bot we used for, for Walmart it seemed to struggle a bit. Could have just been the low stock, but um, it just seemed, I, I think some of their PX solution has been uh, kind of uh, uh, clipped pretty much. So what they say, uh, it's, it's just not working. So they probably got to go back in the lab and we got, you know, obviously optic on the way we're going to be looking to, uh, to clean up on that um, for sure. Uh, and then we had to get a big KSR update about, so obviously, it's like a constant game of trying to get um, <laughs> like cookies to pretty much work, and uh, it seems like there might be some some sort of uh, I guess relationship between how you harvesting cookies on KSR and uh, pretty much how the bots are using them on a task. So we did get an update to I guess kind of maybe alleviate some of that. So I think everyone's pretty excited to get a drop to see if that that helps because. That's always everyone's biggest fear. It's like, oh, the drop happens and your cookies are shit. But yeah, I mean, I I can't remember a drop where I had bad cookies. I've had problems like leading up to it where I thought they were going to be rough, but it, I've it always seems to come through at the last minute. Yeah, some people just have terrible proxies and they don't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh yeah some you definitely some user error I think, but um yeah Brian always working some magic to try to get it to uh work a bit better for us so um but we'll see we'll see on next drop um and then yeah like i said before in store it seems like prism is pretty dried up in walmart um like we i think we said last week some stores did i saw someone post they had like 20 boxes in the back of the walmart and the employees were like screw this like we're not waiting for the vendor they just put them out and it was just like three weeks of, of prism football that uh hadn't been put out so how would you like to stumble in on that yeah that would be nice that would be really nice. Definitely not happening near me, or you know, you have to get pretty lucky. Yeah. But um, yeah, pretty awesome if you if you know if you walk in on that. So um, yeah, I think that's it on the retail front. So we could get into some hobby news. Um, the man who bought the uh, Prism Black Finite One One Mac Jones, it was just the base card, uh, bought it for a hundred thousand. Uh, everyone, I guess, thought it was crazy, or there was the rumors that it was instantly flipped. For like 175,000, he actually ended up grading it, and it did get a 10. Um, so I think he had the guy that actually bought it had someone like kind of brokering the deal for him. 
Um, so I think the guy that's like kind of posting it online is not actually the dude that owns it. Uh, rather, he's brokering the card. Um, he's, he's the front man. Yeah, yeah, he's the face of the card. So obviously, yeah. whoever actually bought it kind of wants to stay a little bit behind the scenes um, for whatever reason. Um, so we'll see if that sells. I don't know. As we get closer to football, um, I'm sure. Some... Yeah, I'm sure it will. I, I don't know yeah. how much. I don't know how much the grade effect. I mean, I mean maybe a little bit, but yeah, it's still one of the top card. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, I yeah, I think we'll definitely see a sale though before season starts. Yeah. Um, tops. They unveiled unveiled a uh, new All Star Game NFT. Um, do you know? Yeah. If, is this part of the candy thing? Yeah, it's. I just. I don't understand it. Yeah, some people like it, dude. I mean, people still do Top Shot, so there's definitely a market for it, but I don't know if it's growing at the pace that they expected. I have to assume that it's retraced, like, all NFTs. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it was never super expensive, though, and you also, they started with um, cash, pretty much cash uh, buying. There was no um, Ethereum, um, you know, kind of ETH layer uh, built in. That was on their roadmap, so... Uh, it's a little bit different on that front, so you know people didn't feel, I guess, that bad when uh, you know Ethereum, Solana kind of uh, tanked a bit. Um, so I guess it may, probably did, but probably not as bad as some of the uh, some of the bigger, you know, uh, Ethereum-based NFTs. Um, to our, you know, down bad. Yeah, down bad, homies. Um, a collector donates a million dollars. Uh, to uh, or oh, excuse me, a one million dollar Nolan Ryan collection uh, to Stockton University in New Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Okay. Where's um, that? Where's Stockton? I think Stockton is in. It's actually near AC. I'm pretty sure. Ooh. I'm like almost positive. Let me look that up because I didn't know someone that actually went there. Well, like we were Just in the same grade. I didn't. Uh, yeah, that's yeah Galloway Township. So that is. I'm pretty sure that is south, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's right near AC, like literally near the AC, uh, airport. Um, now look at me. I know my, my New Jersey geography. Um, shout out to me. Uh, but, uh, st- here's a trivia question. What was Nolan Ryan's nickname? Oh God. A lot simpler than you think it is. Yeah. I'm so bad at trivia, bro. This is I know. not my strong suit. Yeah, yeah you just put me under the pressure. <laughs> uh, it's the Ryan Express. Oh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Think, I don't think I really knew that. Like, even after saying that. <laughs> well, you, you know, like you know the big name, or like, well, not big, yeah, Nolan Ryan's pretty big name, but like Babe Ruth and stuff had about 15 nicknames. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went through those last week. I think you right. named all 15. But Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on though. Uh, PSA. This is pretty cool. So they sent out an email. I think it was an email. I know they tweeted it. Um, a July special for $18 card grading uh, through the end of the month. So you just have to be a Collectors Club member, which is $99 for the year. Um, and you can uh, you know, either submit on-site at the National or uh, mail in. So $18 a card, 150-day turnaround. So pretty much half a year. Um that's not bad. Like two hundred dollars max declared value, I think it is. Yeah, one ninety nine. Uh, I submit it from home. It, those those lines at the national are so unbelievably long. You're going to spend a half a day at least standing in that thing to submit. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they maybe do like a um, almost like a fast pass type system where like 
you get a time. That's come true. Back. I mean, I don't know why they could, don't do that. <laughs> you could just, they could maybe just have you package it up and put the barcode on the side. Like, the old yeah, we had, who knows? They might have computers there, like a little kiosk. You can, you could go up and, and put your cards in, print the label, package it up and, and drop it in. So we'll see. Not That's not a bad idea at all. Actually, Nat Turner. Hit me uh, up. Trademark, trademark <laughs> by Jerry. Yeah. Uh, 1929 Star Baseball unopened pack services with uh, Babe Ruth on the top. So it's going to auction um, uh, over at Heritage. Lot. Yeah, it's going to go for a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, interesting. I wonder why the guy doesn't open it and grade it. Yeah, because you know? I looked at the I looked at the picture of it, um, and it looks in pretty. I mean, so there's obviously some discoloration just na- from the natural age, but it looks in pretty good shape. Yeah, it's only a hundred years old, so I mean, how bad could it be? You know, yeah. I mean, Saturn <laughs> better. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm looking at the price of the 1929. It's the R315 Babe Ruth for those of you. Uh, oh my gosh. So raw, it's a $68,000 card was the last sale. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's definitely not a small card at all by any means, obviously, but... um, Not a a bad find. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Imagine just having that unopened and you happen to have the one with Babe Ruth on the front. Uh, Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, Yeah, shout out to them. Be interested to see what that sells for. Um, this is a pretty crazy story. So last week was, I think it was last week, was the release date or two weeks ago uh, for Tops Definitive. Mm-hmm. So this is probably oh, top three high-end baseball product with like diamond icons, transcended if you want to even consider it in that same realm of transcendent, even though it's like literally $20,000 product. Yeah, um, realm. yeah, it really is. It's really definitive and diamond icons for normal people. Right. And even $2,000 for a box of baseball cards is not really for normal people. Um, yeah, it's not but, the normal man's no, house. No, But so they released it. It's um, eight cards. Every card's a hit. Uh, two patch cards and uh, six autos. Could be triple auto, booklet, uh, patch auto, pretty much anything. Uh, has all the top rookies, Wander, Bobby Witt, J-Rod in it. Um, O'Neill Cruz, so uh, big big time product. Well, first day, someone pulls a Austin Meadows and uh, Randy Rosarina dual auto, and I guess it took him a little bit, but he realized the two autos looked exactly the same, same like you know same uh, handwriting pretty much. And uh, I think he took to Twitter or blowout forum somewhere, and people were like, "Yeah." And then another guy pulled the same one, same card number. And uh, looked exactly the same. So like, they're like, okay, this is obviously not a real auto. And obviously, it also didn't look like either of their autos. Like Randy Rosarina has that pretty significant uh, look to his auto. He like puts the little smiley face in it. Um, it's pretty recognizable, honestly. If you've ever seen him once, he, he kind of sticks with you. Um, so you know, for a couple of days, people were like, "What the hell? Like two thousand dollar product? They got this crap in it." Well, Tops released a uh, you know a little press release, pretty much saying if you pull one of these cards, um, reach out. We're going to replace it with the actual card and also give you another box. So, I mean, I yeah, I know we both got boxes. I hope this card's in mine. 
Yeah. Getting a whole nother box. Have you gotten yours? No. It hasn't even shipped yet. So shout out to Tops for the really quick shipping on $2,000 box. Um, (laughs) Taking loans. Yeah. So there was a couple theories about this. So I think the most realistic one, um, which kind of doesn't make sense and explain why, is uh, they're kind of sick and tired of people not knowing where to sign on the card. I mean, there was a couple Bowman guys that like signed in the middle of the card. Like just don't know where to go. So like they'll pretty much send cards that say sign here. But for dual autos, you can't put sign here because they need to know which part of the card they sign because there's two people on it. Uh, so they sign their name so they know where to oh. sign. And, you know, send that with it. Uh, so so when they go through all the cards, they, you know, sign in the same spot. Um, so people think that possibly this is that like kind of like sign here card for them and it, and it found its way into production. But Tops made it sound like there was more than uh, two of these things out there, pretty much. Because, you know, you figured Randy had one and Austin Meadows had one. Uh, but, yeah, the wording on their press release made it sound like all 50 of these might, or 35, I think it was out of 35, um, might be host. <laughs> so they almost seemed ready for this. Like, they knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, what a come up, though. Because so, they, would they keep back a bunch of boxes? Probably. Um, yeah. I mean... I'll tell you what, it ended up turning into just a huge come up for these guys that are opening these. Yeah, I mean, it's arguably, that card's arguably one of the most expensive in the set now, by far. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) You could easily get two grand for it now. I Um, wonder, are people selling that card online and then you can claim that uh, that's your box that you open? Yeah, I don't don't know, because usually they like want like a pack or, I mean, this is one box of cards pretty much, so... I don't know what they're doing with that, um, but yeah, there were definitely people looking to buy it. I thought it was pretty funny, um, but yeah, I think they made it right for the most part. Um, so, looking forward to getting my box. So, hurry up, tops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hope it's in there. Yeah, uh, grading company CSG closes on one million cards graded since its launch on uh, February of 2021, uh, as they promote new VPs within the company to expand. Um, not using them personally. Uh, no. It's just, it's too crowded of a space, dude. Everyone started grading companies during this boom. And I mean, we've seen what's happened yeah. to the smaller guys. I mean, they're like a well-known name. It's just that they're, um, they're just doing a lot of bad moves that are, that are hurting them and not, uh, you know, building customer relationships. And, and they, even if they do, they're having, they're having trouble keeping them. Um, yeah. So, Sure, those VPs got nice bonuses though. So, good luck to Shout them. Out. <laughs> yep. um, uh, TCG Player, which is like the largest online market uh, for for uh, trading card game cards, uh, to acquire Channel Fireball. Uh, so that's the largest event coordinator in the TCG world. I know we've we've bought a bunch of stuff uh, from Channel Fireball with yep. the you know the Pokemon release, the anniversary release, uh, maybe even some MetaZoo, I think too. Uh, Apparently, yeah. after speaking to some of our Pokemon guys, this is a big deal. Um, okay, I don't, I don't know much about it. But I don't either. I do know that uh, Charizard <laughs> can't tear his ACL and be out for the year. So yeah, definitely, he's definitely got that going for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know Pokemon events are, are huge. So um, yeah, I mix the marketplace with in-person events as we. Uh, get back to like some normalcy in the world. Um, 
probably probably a pretty good move. Did they disclose how much the deal was uh, oh. for? Undisclosed amount. Yeah, probably a good chunk. Yeah, they're, um, so. they're not telling anyone, so. Um, you want to take this next one? Yeah. So, uh, part of the things we've been doing the last couple weeks, uh, the National Sports Car Convention, we said, 13 days away. So, our topic for the day on the National is preparation. Um, this thing is big. There's tons of people. It's arguably overcrowded, and it's going to be bigger than ever this year. Last year was the biggest one. Um, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, they're, you know, they already mentioned that they're on pace to sell more tickets than they did last year for a smaller venue. So this thing is big. There's tons and tons of tables. They're all butted up against each other. There's not really a, ma- you can go online and look at the map and see like booth numbers. But once you get in there with all those people, it's really hard to navigate. So uh, preparation's key. Uh, the first thing is know what you're bringing and know the pricing. So if you're bringing stuff to sell, um, you want to have that stuff off the top of your head because these dealers want stuff done quick. They don't, you know, they pay a lot of money for these booths, so they don't want to sit there and 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 talk about pricing and stuff and and comp out stuff like you would at a normal card show. These guys want to make deals and keep moving because if you're standing in front of your their booth, you're taking up room for people that could be buying stuff. So. Um, if you are bringing stuff to sell and it will be possible and definitely a good opportunity, um, for some stuff to sell, just know what, know what you're bringing, know the pricing on it, uh, be ready to move it or not move it and then move along. So you'll, you'll be able to see a lot of people. Um, and what we talked about earlier, plan your days out. Um, if you're going to go stand in the autograph lines, if you're going to go stand in the PSA lines, if they're not going to, you know, incorporate our genius idea for a scanning system. Uh, those lines can get incredibly long. Uh, I remember last year looking at the people submitting on site for PSA. Now, keep in mind, PSA was shut down at that time. Um, but the line to submit at the national for PSA was it, it wrapped around the side wall. It, it was a good, probably, I don't know, 12 to 1300 feet long. It just, I mean, to even get into the pavilion where they were at. So, you know, you don't want to stand in those lines all day. The autograph stuff, if you have VIP tickets or super VIP tickets, you'll have some autograph vouchers. Um, it can be worth it if the lines aren't terrible, but for some of the big names and stuff, like there's some huge names going to be there. Floyd Mayweather's there. Uh, Jose can take a lot of Hall of Famers, uh, basketball icons, all sports. So those lines get real long. So know what you're doing. Um, it takes a long time. You cannot do the national. If you plan on seeing everything, or trying to see everything, you're not going to be able to do it in one day. So get a couple day pass or or general mission, I guess, is all that's left now. But plan out your days um, and allow time. So again, there's probably I don't know. Let's say from front to back of the building, there's probably at least fifteen, if not twenty, rows. And it's just, I mean, you know where? Have you ever been to that convention center in AC? I actually haven't. No. It's four hundred thousand square feet which mm-hmm. is half the size of Chicago, but it's still enormous. So it takes a long time, very long time to walk those aisles because there's stuff on each side. Um, these guys they have booths that are big square, so they're, they end up taking up like two columns. So you'll walk by it twice, once on the way down, and then you loop through and on the way back. Um, it's just, it's impossible to see everything in a short period of time again. And the other thing, too, is getting into the National, if you don't have VIP or Super VIP and, and can access it a half hour early, 
Um, usually the general mission line takes a little bit to get going in the morning. You may stand in line for a good half hour at least, maybe sometimes more just to get into the building, but just allow for that time. So, again, you can go to the uh, National Sports Card Convention uh, website, which I should probably have pulled up, but they have a map and stuff of, like, if you want to see certain, you know, like Card Collector 2, anyone like that, find out where their booth is and stuff like that, they'll have that map with a list of vendors on the website. It's nsccshow.com. Uh, that'll give you a little bit of an idea of what's going on. So sweet. That's it for the day. Yeah. Just a few just a few notes there. Yeah. Um cool. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. Um yeah, let's hop into uh some sports news here. Um Ronaldo, he's kind of been in in the spotlight a little bit. Uh PSG reject the offer to sign Ronaldo. Uh his agent made an offer and it flopped. So PSG, they still have like Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe, yep. no? I think so. They not huge soccer, but I think so. <laughs> that sounds dumb. Um, yeah, got a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. Um, the documentary The Captain premieres in a week. Uh, <laughs> Jeter breaks the silence on the uh, gift basket story. So there's there's like this rumor <laughs> that um, whenever Jeter uh, kind of had a relationship with a woman or you know, yeah, you know, or, or, a, or a night with her, whatever. Uh, he gave, <laughs> he gave a gift basket. Um, so a apparently, nice one. yeah, apparently he's breaking the silence on the gift basket story. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we have the, uh, the British open. Um, it is already underway. Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to take it home? I have the scoreboard up. So I was trying to pick someone that wasn't like, Super, I like super, super in the lead, but um, I, I love Rory McIlroy. I, I haven't looked at the yeah, reason second. I was, I like Rory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my guy. That's my favorite golfer. I because he's Irish and you know also because he's cool. Um, I, I I'm gonna go with Rory just because I don't think he'll win, but I yeah. want him to. Okay, I'm gonna take Dustin Johnson. DJ. Yeah. Mr. Gretzky. Yeah, Mr. Gretzky. So we'll yeah. we'll t- we'll uh, run it back next week and see uh, see who's closer here. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson tweets: "Silence is golden." Moments after ESPN best quarterback list is put out. Uh, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on Lamar as a quarterback? He, I think he's a little bit disrespected for for what he's done. Obviously, yeah. I, I, he. I think he gets the same kind of treatment that like Prescott gets with um, they like to bring more light to their downfalls than than uh, their successes. Uh, well, and I think it just it, it helps uh, write more stories and uh, yeah. more news. And I do stuff, think but... I think he's a very good quarterback. Um, I do not think he's anywhere near the best quarterback in the league. The, the, the thing the problem with Lamar, I think that a lot of people have is they love to compare him to Michael Vick or want him to be Michael Vick. The problem is he doesn't have the arm strength that Michael Vick had. My, Michael yeah, Vick was but he, a scrambler, but a rocket for an arm. Yeah, but Lamar is arguably he's a great one of the runner. like top three elite runners in the league. Like yeah, between quarterbacks running and running, yeah. yeah, it's like not even close. Like he, it's just it's a di- like I don't know. We've like Kyler Murray, he's quick and like shifty, but Lamar yeah. is just like he's so he's, he's, smooth. He's, he's like it's insane. Different. Yeah, he's got insane vision. Uh and uh yeah, I he's probably top honestly top one. I think he's 
literally has he might the best, be the best runner in the league. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he might be the best runner in the entire yeah, league. Yeah, I mean, he I, he can make the throws. He definitely misses too. He probably misses more than some of the other guys. But deep, I, um, deep ball threat is what where they hammer him on. I like him. I yeah. would say, I would say the best quarterback in the league. I mean, it's been Aaron Rodgers. I would say yeah. Aaron. You know, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady for the older guys. I think for the younger guys though, uh, you got a mixture of Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, and then probably Lamar. I, I would yeah. say Lamar's definitely top five of the young guys. Um, I mean, they're I all good. There's honestly not too many teams with like an ass situation. There's a lot. I we're going like to see though too because a lot of these guys, a lot of these top guys, especially Lamar's class range, you know, the 2016 yeah. through 2020 stuff. Um, they had major shakeups in their wide receiving course. So we'll see how they play this. That's year. true. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I like I mean, Lamar though. You're a patty. You're a patty guy though, aren't you? Yeah, I am. But I also Lamar won me a ton of money when I bet him eighty to one to win MVP. Yeah, when he when he won MVP, so he's got a place in my heart. Yeah, um, Lamar. Yeah, uh, Alonzo Acuna Jr., Pujols, Soto, Schwarber are listed as uh, home run derby participants. Also, J Rod. J Rod is yeah. also a home run derby participant. Um, that was pool holes. I mean, do you think he's yeah. gonna get so fucking tired? <laughs> like this was yeah, he so tired. Was, this was a, this was a thank you for your service in the MLB nomination. Yeah. I mean, he's, um, it's, it's real weird though, dude. Real weird that that's this late and they still don't have the full list. That's never happened. Before. Yeah. Um, must be struggling to get people. But I'll Pete probably, Alonso has a chance to join only one other person. He's won the last two. Yeah, because right? there there wasn't one in 2020, so he won it his rookie year in 2019. He won it last year. Um, only one other person's won it three times. You know this? Another trivia. Three times home run derby. Is it? Hmm. Is it pools? It's not pools. It's my favorite player of all time. Um, bad. Think backwards hat. Backwards hat. Who wears a freaking backwards hat? Well, lefty. Sweet swinging. That probably the best looking swing in the history of baseball. Oh, Griffey. Griffey, baby, the kid. I don't know why. He's I was like, I'm like, who the hell wears a backwards hat now? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I should have. Yeah, okay, older guy. Yeah, only <laughs> other one to win it three times. So Pete Alonso has a chance to join that company. Yeah, uh, he's probably going to be the favorite. I would I would bet him if I was if yeah. I was to bet him. I love Schwarber. Schwarber's a lot, you know, all time. He was the last Solis, who he's picking. Yeah. I'd like to make a little bit. Is that insider trading? I think so. But whatever. Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, American driver, Colton Herta, impresses in a two-day test for McLaren F1 seat. So there's been kind of like some rumors going around that like uh, Daniel Ricciardo is stepping away or whatever. He made a statement that he's not going anywhere. So it sounds like McLaren doesn't want him, but he wants McLaren. He's been kind of struggling a little bit. So um, we'll see, though. I I don't know how that works for F1 contracts and stuff. Do they have, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they're salaried. So, yeah, he's, he think he's signed to the end of next season. Uh, okay. I think they could probably, they could buy out his contract pretty much. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, low A will be testing chalk lines in the middle of the infield <laughs> as the MLB <laughs> considers shift change rules. What a so brutal. Matt, you're just like the, the guy named guinea pigs. Dude, it's there. It's literally a pizza slice. So if you can imagine, it goes from like a foot and a half or two feet on each side of the base behind second base bag, and it meets in like a pizza slice point just before the center field grass starts. And basically, that's their shortstop can't go past the left line, second baseman can't go past the 
the other line, and it's their it's their middle infield shift uh, takeaway. <laughs> interesting. Just, yeah, definitely. Sounds like uh, Rob Manfred's just trying to screw the game up even more. Yeah, at least they're doing it in low air, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. They did those poor guys. They ride a bumpy bus to every one of their games. They don't yeah. get paid shit. And, eating, yeah. eating bread and cheese sandwiches and yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, orange slices. <laughs> uh, newest. Um, Carolina Panthers quarterback Baker Mayfield, he bought his number six jersey for off his teammate Johnny Hecker, who's the punter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see his, did you see the tweet about it when someone asked uh you know, you're such a or they someone tweeted at him like you're such a great dude, like that's really nice of you. And he posted a gif of this guy leaning back with a ton of money on his chest. <laughs> I always wonder, like it's like all conversation like Bradley, like, you're gonna have to pony up, homie. Like but yeah, ba- cool. Baker's yeah uh cool and then the uh rookie update in the mlb do you want to rip through you want me to you want me to take it yeah go for it cool all right so wander he's hurt uh i yeah. think he's having surgery um yeah. he's probably done for the year yeah we'll see i mean that division's insane right now literally everyone's above 500 the orioles are two games out of wild card um it insane division yeah, he's near 15 games up, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, they're, they're like dangerous. <laughs> uh, J-Rod's still pretty consistent. Still, He's hitting 274, so down a little bit, but um, he's still he's still slugging well. So uh, Bobby Witt, uh, he's on the up, uh, hitting almost 250 now, uh, almost to 300 on base. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been trending in the right direction. Torque is back over 200, thank God. Uh, Rutschman still hitting low 200s, but um, he's kicking up a little bit late, so he's still got some time to uh, you know get his feet under him. Uh, Michael Harris has, has been kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. Uh, he's still hitting 288 um, with a uh, slugging of 500 uh, and uh, OPS at 819. So still doing yeah, still doing pretty well. And then O'Neill Cruz. Um, He's been kind of struggling a little bit, but he's on the rise in 218, uh, 705 OPS. So uh, he's uh, he's been making some pretty good plays in the field as well. He's a big dude, really, really tall dude, like Aaron Aaron Judge type uh, guy. Yeah. So um, good week for rookie hunting. I mean, they're all they're all you know either flat or green. So yeah, yep, for sure. As, especially as we come into the All Star break here. Um, but yeah, let's get into some uh, high dollar sales and, and massive pulls. Um, pretty cool one. A uh, Philadelphia football 1966 Jim Brown PSA 9, 22,000. Um, a Herbert. This one's, not, I never thought this was like too big of a, of a chase, but um, it, those glove shield RPAs. Uh, the yeah. 101 from National Treasures last year, a PSA 8 for 23,000. Uh, obviously, if that's like the true one-on-one RPA, it's like 10, 20 times on it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Um, so pretty, uh, you know, I guess pretty low sale for a one-on-one RPA of Herbert. But yeah, I had um, to double take that because I was like, yeah. oh, it's the glove shield. I'm like, there's yeah. no way a shield RPA one-on-one did 23K. Yeah, no one likes the gloves. Uh, 53 yeah. tops mantle, SGC 7.5 for 30,000. Seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah, it is. Um, 09 National Treasures Platinum Steph Curry 5 out of 5 RPA PSA 8 75,000 seems like he could have got more if he sold a little earlier but whatever still a lot of money 
Um, and then a 2000 Playoff Contenders Championship ticket, Tom Brady Auto out of 100, BGS 7, for a cool 513,000. Something light. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Well, let's get into some massive pulls. Um, before we do that, you want to make sure you're protecting those things at all costs. Um, our guys over at Collector Caps can make that happen for you. It's the missing piece to every top loaded card. Um, we say it every week, stop putting tape on it. Uh, definitely stop putting scotch tape on it. That's infuriating when I buy a card online and I get it and it's taped shut like they never wanted me to open it. Um, instead, get yourself 360 degrees protection that looks great, multiple colorways. Um, you can match parallels with it. That's another thing, too. If you don't have a company that you're trying to promote and don't want to get custom ones, although it's a great option, you can get really cool ones for collecting. Match your parallels. Get reds and greens and you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll make wave ones now with, with all the different parallels that's out there. But they look great. Um, they protect the card, keeping it from sliding around, sliding out, which we know can be a problem. Um, and ditch that nasty tape. So slap the cap. I think we started that hashtag last week. Did we slap the cap? Yeah, slap the cap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, check them out. Collector Caps on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Shop online, collectorcaps.shop. Use code GFNF for 15% off. Get yourself some. Uh, we are right around the corner from getting our GFNF ones in. We'll we'll uh, show them off in some of the breaks we're doing. we got some real cool breaks coming up. I uh, had a cool one last night, so you'll see those. But stop on over there and grab some. Sweet. Yeah, I've uh, been seeing a lot more chatter about Collector Caps on Twitter. Uh, some, some big names tweeting about it. Um, yeah, buddy. Yeah. So definitely growing. Um, yeah, keep it, keep it up. Uh, yeah, so let's hop into some massive polls. A lot of uh, baseball, basketball, football, the usual suspects. Um, yeah. The White Sparkle 101 Trevor Lawrence uh, auto, BWA breaks, huge card, <laughs> huge, huge yeah. card. Um, wow. What is this next one? Who is that so, breaker? Is that a real name? No, the, the, so <laughs> I tried to get you to say. Okay, oh, so man, I look too far ahead for you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's, uh, we don't love bringing these guys up because they infuriate us. Um, they are one of the bigger breakers, though. They uh, 2022 Prism Basketball Cade Cunningham, who apparently is the top rookie in this class, uh, Black 101. So the biggest guard in the product, uh, the backyard break guys, and I also noticed today that they pulled a Chronicles Football Prism Black Gold Vinyl. Trey Lance auto. So. Those cards are insane looking, by the way. The way they yeah, they're, they're really like, cool, super cool. Yeah, they're they're really sharp. Those ones. I didn't even put to, put those together. The BYB that that, that was backyard breaks, but <laughs> it makes sense now. Um, uh, Trevor Lawrence one one NFL Shield RPA from National Treasures by Bowtie Breaks. Um, cool. Mac Jones Silver Disco out of fifteen from Prism uh, from Real Breaks. 2022 definitive baseball Otani 101 MLB patch logo. Um, insane looking card from Layton. And then, so cool. uh, yeah, and then the 101 Mac Jones Prism Black Finite uh, from, from Chronicles from Big City Sports. So that's a pretty. Prism, Prism Black Black Finite. Prism Black Black Finite. Prism <laughs> Black Squared Finite. Um, it's, a yeah, it's definitely a mouthful, um, but a huge card. Nonetheless. Um, I'd take any one of those. Yeah. Which one of those would you – you could have any one of those. Which one are you picking? From that list there? Uh, 
just for value wise, probably the Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Collector wise, I'm taking that Otani 101 MLB logo pass. That'd yeah. Sweet. But I feel like I could sell that Shield RPA Trevor Lawrence and buy a bunch of Otani's. A couple of the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's uh let's hit some upcoming drops real quick before we hop into um our uh, conversation with Solis. Uh, Prison basketball, I think, is what is on everyone's radar. Um, we've seen some like pre-orders pop up on like Toy Wiz and stuff. Uh, haven't seen it in stores or anything, so I think people are expecting it next week on Target. I'm, I think we got a little bit still, personally, but I, I agree. We'll say. And then uh, Optic Football Hobby, obviously, we talked about first off the line, but uh, Hobby release I think is next week or the week after. Uh, I think they pushed it two days actually. I think it's the twenty second. Um, so we got that coming up too. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. You got anything else? No, that'll do it. Let's get into it with Solis. Yeah, let's hop over with Solis and talk some uh, sports betting. All right, guys. We got the homie Solis here. Uh, Solis is our uh, resident uh, Deegan gambler. Uh, he's just really good at it compared to uh, to a lot of the other people. So he helps uh, he helps guide us a little bit and uh, – makes us some money but uh yeah so i i did give a, a little more of a uh i guess uh fancy intro. yeah fa- fancier intro earlier in the podcast i, I also called you our resident because we do talk about ksr and stuff on here i thought i uh you know called you our resident uh ksr expert which uh you know you deal with your uh your fair share of uh <laughs> i don't want to say stupid questions but uh repetitive <laughs> questions uh, so the, the sports betting stuff is a nice little uh, little change of pace in the server for you, I'm sure, uh, from from the usual stuff. But um, yeah, Jake, you want to you want to take over? Yeah, man. I, first of all, thanks for joining us, man. We've been trying to get you on for a couple of weeks. We're excited to have you. Um, tell us a little about you, about you know what you do and and uh, with your server and and your channel and GFNF and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I guess about. Uh probably like six or seven months ago um me and one of my friends were were having a pretty good amount of success in football uh and basketball season uh was kind of and so we just kind of i just kind of decided like let me let me just throw up uh, a server for us where we can kind of keep track of things officially uh and and mostly just for fun um obviously you want to make money too but uh, you know, a little while ago, and we just, you know, kind of started tracking our plays in there, having some fun. Uh, started basketball officially tracking in like February. I think we ended basketball season up 40 units, which I was really excited about. Um, held off a bit on the playoffs, uh, and then transitioned over to baseball, which is really my favorite sport. Um, mine too, not exactly the best season for that with the lack of home runs and stuff but yeah. <laughs> um and so yeah it's just a lot of fun it's something to to kind of it's something i enjoy i like watching sports and stuff in general so uh anything that involves statistical analysis trying to figure things out just to kind of beat the books if you will um yeah. i really enjoy and so whenever there were there had been for a long long time i feel like a lot of members and suggestions uh posting that they wanted a sports betting server and of course that's i mean it's quite literally the definition of uh of gambling uh yeah. which finally <laughs> after a while uh we t- I, I think i just pinged eventually one day and was like hey 
can we I, I can I can run this um just because I've got a little bit of background in it but um right yeah and now there are a lot of guys that are that are pretty active in there and always posting parlays and money line plays and stuff like that I'd love to see it uh so it's just a really cool active uh community to kind of take away from some of the stresses of the the rest of the industry definitely so you use the term uh unit which for our normal members may not know what that means um unit correct me if i i may not know what it means but in my based on you know following some of your calls especially during baseball season a unit would be 10 percent of your allotted uh betting total right um so it, yeah it's it's one twentieth uh, is what oh, I uh, okay. is what I tell people one twentieth uh, of what you're willing to lose. Like if you lost, um, I my, so for instance, my unit is fifty dollars. Uh, oh. I don't remember what fifty times twenty is, but that's what I decided on. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I started this, so a thousand, yeah. So okay, I was like, well, if I lose a thousand dollars, like worst case scenario, I don't care, right? Um, right. And so. Uh, I just take a 20th or whatever, and that would be one unit. Uh, and typically, especially, uh, you know, if you're on like a heater or, or a cold streak, you see that fluctuate quite a bit. But uh, uh, yeah, a unit would just be one 20th of whatever you're willing to lose and say like, nah, I don't care. So if, you're, if your total's 1,000, you're making a call for a half a unit, um, you're, uh, you're getting in at 25 on that, which is cool. Um, I know again in, in your uh, specified channel in GFNF, there's there's a ton of activity. It's it's cool to see how many people and um, are in there and actually making some money. You, you you've been on at least you know what I've been paying attention to. You're on a pretty good streak so far. Um yeah, I I actually haven't calculated what what I've done in that particular channel. Um, but yeah, I, most of the calls that I put in there are the ones that pops the page to me it's almost like how like this can't not happen yeah um so luckily with with baseball it's typically like home runs um what you're gonna kind of you know if you put a half a unit on a plus 400 home run then you know you're looking at some uh, pretty good return on that um and you don't have to hit them as often which is what i like you don't have to hit uh you remember you got plus odds on something your win rate really just has to be like i think like 30 or 35 percent or something like that to be so that's wild uh nico you want to run through let's get let's uh let's get a little insider info here (laughs) yeah well i had a couple questions for solis just because um you know i have a couple buddies that are, are real big into into sports betting are you are you like one of those ones that uh you know, when you if you have the time, like you're watching every game that you have action in at the same time. Like I have a buddy that has like multiple TVs in his. You know, he lives in like Hoboken, <laughs> and he's got multiple TVs set up in his living room, and like he's got a- any game that he has a- action on, he's watching. Like, are you that hardcore? Do you kind of like? You no. Know, no. <laughs> Maybe that's like extra uh, Deegan. I don't know. Like. <laughs> so. That's the step before living in a cardboard box, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's no, like, I respect that. Yeah, I, I mean, he's pretty good at it. He he wins a fair, you know, his fair share, but he's also betting the ponies and stuff too. So maybe that is next level. 
Um, yeah, I, but, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I always think it's funny that, like, Jake mentioned, and, and you were talking about, like, the, the home run bets. Like, I'll always, you know, I, I miss them a lot just because, like, I'm just doing other stuff. And I, but I always get, like, we'll notice the notifications. Like, if someone hits a home run or something, like, I'll see, like, a few messages with, like, you're on, like, exclamation points. Like, people just, like, going crazy that you know, whoever you guys had had uh, hit a home run that night uh, went deep. Um, so it's always cool to see, and I know our success channels. Or, like, a yeah, I know you were on. always a favorite. You were on Judge, you know the usual guys. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I, Jordan Alvarez, man, has made me more money this year than than I care to admit. Uh, awesome. I, I mean, I'll damn near take him every day. Uh, I, yeah, obviously a bit of an exaggeration, but. Um, yeah, there are certain players, especially in baseball, who are so predictable because they're there are a lot of different stats that you look at. Um, and that's where baseball can be a little overwhelming. There are so many stats and a lot of the uh, like stat cast stuff that can kind of convince you or unconvince you of something that you either do or don't like. But um, Jordan is like arguably the easiest player that i've ever seen to uh to predict uh so we, we've had a ton of success on him I, I love him yeah i think he's one of the most underrated players in baseball i mean he just doesn't get the, the maybe it's because of what happened with the astros and stuff in 2017 but he just yeah it seems like he's so under the radar we probably look uh, at it from a card really perspective does. too yeah card perspective maybe. <laughs> yeah yeah he doesn't get yeah. as much like love just because yeah that and like he was always just considered you know a dh and Shit like that, but yeah, it, it hurts to say it, but as a Yankees fan, he's he's a stud for sure. Uh, that dude can absolutely rip a baseball, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. But um, yeah, cool. Uh, let's. Uh, so I have. You might probably don't. Have, I mean, you, maybe you do have him up in front of you. I don't know, but I, I have some uh, a few lines of, of uh, some of the NFL futures, uh, some player props, and and uh, kind of team odds and stuff, and just let's just rip through and and. Uh, you know, kind of where where you're you're leaning. Um, so I have, oh, uh, okay. yeah, no pressure. Yeah, we're not we're not <laughs> we're not keeping track. Don't worry. Um, Everybody should just know <laughs> I don't. Uh, I do my research pretty well day of, but I'll, I'll give it. I'll do my best. Yeah, job. we're just having fun. Um, where where are you leaning for? This is one I like to bet on. Uh, most regular season passing yards. So the, the the top. I'll give like the top ten favorites or whatever. Uh, Herbert, Stafford, Brady, Mahomes, uh, Derek Carr, Prescott, Josh Allen, Burrow, and Russell Wilson. So those are the those are the top on uh, on FanDuel. It's uh it's tough for me because I what I would like to do in that instance is figure out like what the odds are for each of them. The first name that you mentioned that I really liked is probably Matt Stafford. Uh, Ooh, yeah. He has been um, as good as I think Patrick Mahomes is. Um, Matthew Stafford finally has weapons and he's probably been close to or won that uh, won that bet I guess several times in his career and now he's actually got weapons in an offense so I'd I probably lean Stafford out yeah. of those names yeah I don't hate that at all um, what's, uh, what's Stafford's odds right now he's plus 800 he's he's uh, yeah, like... yeah he's with uh, Brady and Mahomes also or plus 800 there um, who's the favorite Herbert? Justin Herbert, yeah, that's at plus. What's his odds on Herbert? Seven hundred plus seven. Yeah, uh, 
That dude slings I mean, he's it. Got, he's got good. He's got good <laughs> weapons, and he's got a freaking cannon attached to his shoulder. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he could. Yeah. I'd, I'd... <laughs> you ever before we go into the next one? Do you ever you ever do the daily lineups like the DraftKings, you know, daily fantasy football lineup kind of stuff? Or yeah, before because um, Tennessee didn't have uh, legalized sports gambling until like at some point in time during the pandemic, whenever we were all locked in the house. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, that used to be exclusively what I did. Uh, and that's, you know, there's a lot of common denominators in that obviously. Um, but you're handicapped a little bit with the, uh, lineups because you can't just pick necessarily every player that you love. Yeah. You're budgeted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'm going to go through some win totals I'm just going to pick a few that I thought were, were pretty interesting. Um, what are your thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals? They have a uh, uh, over-under for wins at 9.5, and, and they had 11 wins last season. I know they're always like pretty fast out of the gate, but then you know Kyler Murray and, and the team just seems to like struggle in the second half. So where are you leaning on that? Me, uh, let me look up there. I don't remember if they made any changes in the offseason or not. Um, I think it's unfair. To, I think it's unfair to put Salise on the spot without us taking a guess <laughs> so we can prove how wrong we are. But yeah. I'm going to take a guess on that one. I'm going to say because Russell Wilson is no longer in that division, mm-hmm. I think I'd take the over on. Yeah, I think they'll win ten games. I could see the over. I it's like the, I think the only offseason action they had was like that whole like drama with Kyler Murray. Wasn't that was this offseason, right? Where like. Yeah, he didn't even remove him, remove his stuff. From <laughs> yeah, Instagram and all that. yeah. That... And the only reason I think it's that low, and I actually I had no clue about this, but DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for six games. So oh that's, yeah, that's gonna hurt. Oh, I true. forgot about that. Damn. Um, I still might like the over on that. Uh, I think James Conner is is really good. Um, at, at running back, I don't know if they made any changes to their their own line or anything, but I know that was kind of an issue last year as well. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that once Zach Ertz got traded over there, um, they they kind of balled out last year uh, at, towards the end of the season. But I'd have to I'd have to double check that too. Yeah, Let's how much see. how much would it cost to uh, rent you out and just have you with me at my fantasy football draft? <laughs> <laughs> for free, man. If I've got the time, I'll do anything for free. Oh, you got to join the you got to join the GFNF fantasy league this year. You got to. Uh, oh, true, true. Yeah, well, be on that I'm down. Time. I'm down for sure. Awesome. Um, yeah, him and Ertz kind of started. It looks like now they didn't. It didn't show up a lot on the win column. Um, they did tail off towards the the end of last year, but yeah, I don't I'm know. Like, I, I like the over on that. Okay, I'm a big Kyler Murray hater just because like. I hate he just collapses in the second half of the season every year, and it frustrates me because I usually always would bet him for MVP, and then it's like oh, it's going going really well, and then he just like shits the bed. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of low key kind of hate Kyler Murray, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, this one was pretty interesting. Just seeing as they were in the uh, the Super Bowl, the Bengals also at nine and a half. They only had ten regular season wins last year, but um, you think they still are, are as hot as they were? Uh, going into the playoffs or a little bit of a slump kind of back to earth here? I think they'll probably be under on that. Um, I like Cincinnati, but I do think that they got hot at the right time last year, and that's super yeah. important in football. Yep. 
um, whenever you don't have to play a series, right? So, uh, yeah, I might I might take the under on that. I just pulled up their schedule right here, and just they at a quick glance, I see they end the season at Tampa Bay, at New England, versus Buffalo, versus Baltimore. Oof, oh, and, and and Kansas City. So like they've got oh and they got to go to and they got to go to Tennessee right before that too. And and yeah. they're playing the Chiefs. It's God. they they've the got a pretty easy <laughs> easy. And I say this with my Dallas Cowboys on there. Uh, I don't. I don't oh man, you're Let's both Cowboys fans. Yeah, but um, yeah, though I could easily see them starting the season. You know. Five and one, four and two, something like that. But then going on a four or five game skid there at the end, which is yeah, it's tough yeah, to that, recover that, from those. That's a super tough back half there. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Oh, the other thing to note on some of these over unders too is there's seventeen games this year. Oh yeah, actually I didn't think about that. Oh, so, that's very true. <laughs> I also that, didn't think about that. Nine, that nine and a half feels like a. a st- <laughs> Yeah. Thing, yeah, I gotta tell you. Yeah, these are this year. This this is definitely this year. This is up, updated today. We're gonna have to start charging for these podcasts now, bro. Yeah. Like charge people to listen with all this alpha. <laughs> well, that kind of yeah. ruins. Yeah, my... they, they've got they've got ten wins on that schedule. I just yeah. I double checked. Okay. I counted them. Okay. Um, <laughs> book it. Yeah. Uh, one. More, <laughs> I have one more. Um, just because they had a pretty big, um, they they lost obviously a pretty big name on their team. Uh, the Packers, so they're they're also tied with the Bucks and the Bills at eleven and a half. Um, do you think like losing DeAndre or um, Devontae Adams is going to be that much of a of a killer for them? Or obviously we've seen Aaron Rodgers work with like literally D league receivers, like dudes with like names that legitimately sound fake, uh, and still somehow figure you know figure it out. I know their their defense uh, is pretty rock solid too. Uh, you think they're going over eleven and a half again? Oh, 11 and a half. Boy, that one's tough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take the that. The division yeah. stinks. They play the Bears. My Bears. That's true. Twice, so that's that's <laughs> two wins. I, yeah, yeah, I can't bet, I can't bet against great. Aaron Rodgers. It's unreal. No, you just can't at this point. It'd be silly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You get the Lions twice. I don't – do the Vikings have anybody? I don't think so. You get the Bears twice. That's true. Yeah, Man, I, they got some nice games. They might go undefeated in the division. I mean, the division's real bad. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been picking. He's been picking that division apart for far too long. He's yeah, five and one, six and zero, oh, something like that. On just from that, those games alone. Plus, yeah. it looks like a lot of the bigger teams they're playing outside of the Bills, um, which be at Lambo. Yeah, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Rams, all of them are at Lambo. So cool. All right, so to finish up uh, football, let's do a little MVP. A, like favorite and long shot and then a uh, little Super Bowl odds. So um, MVP, obviously at the top, you got, you know, the usual suspects, uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, Brady, Herbert, Burrow, Prescott, Stafford, Russ, Kyler, Lamar. And then um, let me see what kind of, like what kind of action we got in the uh, kind of long shot. I don't even think there's anyone I would even call out. Uh, so usually there's like someone in the Justin Fields. Where's he at? I can't even find he's even on the list. I don't even think he made the no. list. <laughs> he's not. He's in like the CFL's list. Yeah. All right. I mean, you got Carr at thirty three hundred. I thought that was pretty interesting. I feel like a lot of people might be might throw a couple flyers on that. But um, you like anyone? Um, you know, for MVP this year, maybe not super at the top, but a little more middle of the pack kind of guy. 
I think so. What a lot of what you'll hear a lot of cappers do whenever they answer this question is they'll say, "If I had a hundred dollars, I'd put this much here." And some people will go a hundred all on one guy. What I would probably do if I had a hundred dollars to bet, um, I would take Patrick Mahomes for fifty. <clears throat> and if that hits, you're getting looks like consensus pretty well eight hundred odds. Uh, looks like you get it for 900 on fa- or on DK. Um, but other than that, I would go, I would put the, the other 50 on Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That's, I was going to yeah. say, I was going to say Lamar too. I just, yeah. for a dude that can just take over a game with his feet. Um, yeah, he can just, he can do, you know, have a magical season again. Uh, yeah. I like that. If they give him any help this year, he's gonna, cause he's already ticked off, I think. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, I don't know he's if you definitely guys saw pissed that off. Bernard, Bernard Pollard uh, interaction he had on Twitter yesterday, but yeah. yeah, we actually addressed it earlier in the podcast about his silence is golden tweet after the ESPN list came out. Yeah, it's that's just a guy that people have been doubting for a long time. I've seen it several times. I myself, I'm like, hey, that guy's gonna, he is, he's that guy. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they they got rid of Hollywood Brown too, right? So I always felt like he was, you know, trying to force uh, some passes to him because he's like a, more of a deep ball kind of guy, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see if that – I feel like that might actually help him uh, a little bit, but I always love watching him play. Um, I feel like guys yeah. like that yeah. that, uh, you know, are in that position where they can be, um, you know, and just single-handedly take over the game, it's like when they have like that like mediocre game it just like absolutely kills like everyone's you know projected output uh, for them for the rest of the season. It's like oh, Lamar had you know he only he only rushed for ninety yards like dudes beat yeah. like the rest of the season. So, um, but yeah. cool, yeah, yeah, I like that too. I'm I might uh, sprinkle a little bit on uh, on the homie Lamar. Um, I feel like you guys chatted before this without me. You guys like the Cowboys <laughs> and the home. It's like no, we got a separate thread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something's going on. Something stinks. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, and then for the last one for for football, um, who are you taking for a Super Bowl? Who's who's your who's your team? Uh, give me the Bills. Yeah, yeah I like that call. I like that call. Uh, it's got to be Bills Mafia year at some point, right? Like, yeah. Well, so at least here's a here's an interesting tidbit on the Bills that may give him a boost this year. Al, who's our breaker, Easton Box breaks in the group. Uh, he lives in Buffalo, big Bills guy. He's uh he wants us to come out for a game, and we we told him the only way we're doing it is if we're going through tables like the Bills Mafia. So yeah, yeah. Me, and Ni- me and Nico going through some tables <laughs> might give him the boost they need to get there. Yeah, there's literally oh, yeah. not going to be a safe table within yeah. five but, miles or wherever we are. I'm going sure. them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill's <laughs> nice table in a five-mile radius. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of surprised the not like the Niners are – I know Shanahan is like, you know, a de- decent coach. Um, you know, they're, pr- they're pretty up there on, on the odds. Um, really? That surprises me. Yeah, they're like – Jimmy G going to be the guy all year? Like plus fifteen hundred. I'm looking at like plus sixteen hundred. Um, I would take the Chargers over them personally. I, I just think Herbert, uh, it just coaching aside, like for <laughs> talent standpoint. Um, who's, the, yeah. who's the favorite? Who's the favorite in that list? The Bills. The Bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that call. Yeah. And I mean, that one's tough because like the favorite doesn't win that often. Right. Uh, so. 
Yeah, there's definitely some interesting picks on here as you get uh, a little bit farther down the list. But uh, you short, can you short picks? I'd like to put a million dollars <laughs> on the Bears to not win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know if you, you would. You wouldn't. You, yeah, you can bet on like maybe on DraftKings. I'm not sure. I know a FanDuel you can't. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can bet against a team to win a Super Bowl. The odds would be like negative. Yeah. You know, I'll like tell you this, I'm taking the under. I'm whatever the Bears win loss total is, I'm taking the under. Man. You feeling good about your team, huh? I don't care that if it's three safe. wins, man. Under. That feels safe. That feels yeah. safe. <laughs> um cool. All right, and we can we can close out with this uh this uh brutal grind of uh of choosing some picks here with the uh with the home run derby. So um I think they finally have the names finished, so um we have uh, Alonzo, Schwarber, uh, Ronald Acuna, my homie J-Rod, uh, Jose Ramirez, Soto, Corey Seager, and Albert Pujols. Probably the most interesting home run derby lineup. <laughs> well, how the hell did Albert Pujols? Yeah. yeah. He's 100, 110 years old, bro. Yeah. we. It's just, yeah. I don't know if he's like, we are so confused by that. I, I know he's like closing in on 700 home runs in his career. <laughs> But Jesus Christ, just, I don't know, celebrate the man like halfway through the tournament instead of taking yeah. a spot away from someone. But, um, yeah, Schwarber right now is actually the favorite at plus 300. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, but then, you, I mean, everyone's like relatively close. Obviously, Pujols is, uh, you know, <laughs> the long shot. Um, I'm, t- I'm taking my boy Pete a lot, big meat Pete. Yeah, he's uh yeah. Yeah, he's plus 400 and then you got uh Acuña Soto and J-Rod at plus uh 6, Seager at 7 and then uh Jose Ramirez at, at plus 1000. Uh so Jake, you're taking Alonzo. Um yeah. I mean out of principle, I think I have to take Julio because he's my he's my yeah. dude. Yeah. Um I'd like to see Julio. But, uh, yeah, he really is. Um How about you, Solis? Who are you taking? Um, on that list, I'd either take Alonzo or Soto. Uh, yeah. um, maybe leaning towards towards Soto. I think Soto would have a lot. Soto gets walked a lot, so his biggest issue with like on paper home runs is just that he doesn't get as many opportunities as everybody else gets walked a ton. What, yeah. what stadium is it at? It's in LA. Yeah, that's a good question. But is it Dodger? oh, is it Dodger Stadium? I thought that I thought it was just at Dodger Stadium. Was it not? Um, Maybe we, not. I mean, there's only two stadiums in LA. It's 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 the Angels. And oh, the it is. Yeah, it's at Dodger Stadium again. Uh, what's the yeah, what's Dodger their right stadium? field like? Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know what their. Uh, yeah, if you if you could you find out the dimensions on that and see, because uh, then then lefty versus righty is going to matter a ton, depending. Yeah. Which of those two fields? It's oh, like, okay, so left left field is three. Left field's three thirty. It's like symmetric. It's like exactly three eighty five. Yeah, three eighty five to left center and right center. Center field's three ninety five. Right, but yeah, so it's the exact same all the way around. Fifty five inch height. Which is for that. Okay. Yeah, and that doesn't matter so much, but yeah, I would I would think one of uh, either Alonzo or Soto should should take that one. They're a little bit like I like Schwarber, but Schwarber is, I don't think. And I say this knowing that he he had a ton um, a few years ago in this yeah. competition, but he's he's a little bit thicker, you know. Yeah, he may get worn out. He's thick in the haunches. 
Yeah. yeah. He uh he may be worn out by if he makes it to the finals, he might be a little bit tired, but Soto and Alonzo uh Albert Pools might Albert Pools might die in the first round. That guy you're talking about being <laughs> yeah. tired, man. Holy cow. He had a home run yesterday, I think. So Yeah. I mean he's got he's gotta be I, gassy. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's gotta work for that, dude. He's gotta really work yeah. for that home run. So Yeah. <laughs> I like so I mean Soto's Soto's probably my favorite player in the league, but I gotta go with uh I'm going to go with Pete Alonzo to tie Ken Griffey for the most home run derby wins of all time. Okay. All right. I, I respect that. I yeah. think that'd be a, a I'm going to be dead wrong. You're going to be right. I'm going to be wrong. But <laughs> I, like <the> <laughs> <laughs> I like the voice. It's so people know I'm wrong. Yeah. If, and just in case, you know, every dog has their day. So you might yeah. get it. I appreciate um, that. I, yeah. You got to get ahead of it, though. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, At least I know. I, this is not going to hit. And then whenever it does, you act like. <laughs> yeah. And I it, told you. <laughs> and if it doesn't, it was so long ago that no one's going to remember. So you're good. That that could be another strategy for the server. So they just fade my action. Whatever I'm doing, <laughs> I like uh, it. I've had, like, I've had those runs. I've had those runs where it's take whatever. I, just if you could bet on uh, walks, if you could bet on a player's walks, there are a few times this year where uh, I would have made people a lot of money. I think. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. We're going to do a, the part of the community team. We're going to put out a prop sheet, a little prop bet sheet for uh, the Home Run Derby on Monday uh, for the group. So make sure you fill that out and show these kids who's boss. You know? Yeah. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll probably get dead last. The people who think they know probably know the least uh, whenever it comes to these kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Again, Solis, we appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule um, to, to hop on and uh, – and chat with us and uh yeah hopefully um yeah we'll we'll have you back on maybe we'll do a little uh maybe we'll maybe we'll kind of write these down and, and revisit where uh where we all picked yeah. uh halfway through the the football season and uh revisit some of these bets but um yeah well, again man we appreciate it um jake you got anything else no man greatly appreciate it we'll uh we'll uh yeah we'll get you back during the middle of football season so uh we can uh, lock in some some final bets. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Sounds good, guys. Thank you guys for having me. For sure, bro. All right, guys. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks.